1: Would you be the jerk for cancelling a family weekend trip over an uninvited guest? We'll get into that in a bit, but first, am I the jerk for not fighting the school, since my daughter got a zero on a big assignment since she didn't turn it in when she was sick? My daughter is 16, and with modern technology, everything is turned in online. Her teacher, Mr. Cat, is a strict teacher. He is probably the best teacher at the school, even though his classes are considered difficult. She is also 16, so she is responsible for her work. My daughter has had a big paper assigned for at least two months. This assignment gets turned in online and he made it very clear that not turning it in will result with a zero. He told everyone, I seen the emails, that the only exception would be if you were in the hospital or no internet. He also said he'll give time in class so there is no excuse to not turn it in. I agree with him since he's made it super clear this is a hard deadline and I have experienced hard deadlines a lot in life. Sometimes you just need to turn stuff in on time or deal with the consequences. My daughter last Friday wasn't feeling well and asked to stay home. I agreed and reminded her that she still needs to turn in anything in since she's missing school. We have good internet and she has her school laptop. Well, she didn't turn it in and she got a zero for the assignment. This has dropped her a letter grade A to B. We got in an argument when I wouldn't fight with a teacher to let her turn it in. I told her she forgot and she needs to live with the consequences, that this is a good learning opportunity since it's just a letter grade, and not forgetting to turn something in in college, which could result in her failing the class, or her losing her job for not hitting a deadline. She thinks I'm a huge jerk, and I want more opinions. I can't fault OP at all in this situation, especially considering they reminded their kid ahead of time. They said, hey, even though you're sick, listen, you still gotta turn in your assignment, you can't just... Forget it exists because you're sick. And really any kind of apology or coddling after this point would just be reinforcing that behavior and not keeping this as a lesson for them to learn. Also hi, I'm Steven and if you guys enjoy getting to decide whether or not all of these people are jerks, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below. That said our next story is, am I the jerk for moving out instead of sharing my living space which is causing a problem for my mom and her boyfriend? My dad passed away when I, female 16, was like 3. We lived in a house that my grandparents own and they agreed to let my mom and I live there rent free. Over the years, whenever my mom dated, I tried to spend the nights she had guests over at my grandparents house. When I was 10, my grandfather renovated the basement to make me my own kind of apartment. I have my own bathroom, kitchen, and living room to go with my bedroom. My mom met a guy last year and it got serious. He moved in with his two kids which is fine by me my mom deserves to be happy and have someone in her life there are three bedrooms upstairs so it is perfect one for them and one for each of his kids everything was going according to plan until the kids asked where i was staying i said i lived in the basement they made a joke about me living in my mom's basement i invited them down to play mario kart to be sociable and to show off if i'm being completely honest I have a couch my uncle gave me and my dad's old lazy boy in the living room. The recliner is only for me and all my friends know that. The kids started complaining that it wasn't fair that I got all this room to myself. One tried sitting in my chair even after I told her that it was only for me. I settled that immediately. It's mine. After a few races where I demolished them, I said it was time for them to go back upstairs. They said no. I called my mom to come get them. Over the course of the next week, my mom started hinting that maybe my living room should be a common area. I said no. She started insisting. I said no. She has a key to my door. I never locked my door unless she had guests. I did start locking it when Dan and his kids moved in. I came home from school and found the kids in my living room. They had also gone into my room and they were eating my snacks that I pay for myself. I yelled and told them to get the freak out. I called for my mom to explain why they were there. She said that she decided it wasn't fair that I got almost a third of the house to myself and that my TV and gaming systems should be shared. I said freak that! She got really upset with me and said it was a done deal, so deal with it. My grandfather and my uncles came and got me, and all the things that matter to me, including my recliner. He told my mom that she needed to start paying rent if I wasn't going to be living there. I have a bedroom at my grandparents' house, but I miss my area. My mom is trying to get me to go back so that they can save money and get their own place. Yeah, alright, I'm not that dumb. She said that I need to stop being a brat and behave like an adult. I said I was living like an adult until you let those kids into my area without permission. She tried to say she could do whatever she wanted in her house sometimes i think she forgets it wasn't my dad's house and she didn't inherit it i feel a little guilty about this because my mom is actually pretty cool and i hate that this is causing a strain on her relationship am i the jerk i don't think Opie's the jerk and hey now that Opie's moved out of there They can do whatever they want with that space, so what's the problem now? They just want everything OP has. They never cared about the space, they just want OP's belongings and snacks and it's probably more enticing when OP's living there because it's something they're not supposed to have. Respectfully, your mom or not, if it's not even her house to begin with, and the person who does own the house says, listen, the basement is solely for them, OP's not the jerk for wanting it solely for them let alone access to OP's personal belongings, their living space, and stuff that they pay for themselves. Our next story is, am I the jerk for announcing to my brother-in-law and his friends that my partner and I are going to have sex? My partner and I bought a lovely house that's great for hosting get-togethers. Most of the time, we invite friends and families, mainly friends now. Earlier this week, my brother-in-law asked if we could host a get-together at our place, since a friend is visiting the state and he wanted to give this friend a house tour. Just a disclaimer, I really dislike having my brother-in-law over because he doesn't respect boundaries. We asked guests not to go into our bedroom and my office, but he goes in both because he was looking for our cats, or he wanted to check the place out. This man is 11 years older than us, my partner and I barely had time for each other due to our busy work schedules, and this weekend, we were looking forward to us time my partner said he didn't really want people over and i said the same my partner texted back we can't sorry we're busy this weekend brother-in-law kept pushing and calling asking why we couldn't make time and he claims it's only going to be a few hours and this friend rarely visits the state we live in my partner just kept replying that we're busy He keeps asking what we're doing and why we're busy. Saturday evening, we're relaxing and playing video games in the living room. Brother-in-law calls my partner, says that they're outside dropping by. Hey,
0: I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
1: Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. Really quickly, partner says that we're busy. Brother-in-law argues, seeing us from the window, that we're just playing games. More arguing, my partner hangs up and aggressive knocking follows. We go and open the door and there were seven other people with him. They had alcohol and snacks. This is a common issue between brother-in-law and us. I'm just fed up with this and I kinda just asked what they were doing here and that we can't hang out tonight because we had plans to relax. Went on a tangent about our busy weeks while they stood out in the cold. I ended the conversation with, we plan to have sex tonight and don't want people around while we're at it. We already told brother-in-law's name that we're busy. He wants details. Here, we're having sex. All night. Good night. Stay warm. Well, brother-in-law talked to father-in-law, now I'm getting calls and texts on how crude and rude I am and I have no decency. My partner doesn't care how I handled it and understands I'm sick and tired of brother-in-law. Am I the jerk? OP's definitely not the jerk here, there were plenty of hints and even straight up telling him no, don't come over, if this is the technique that works and finally gets them to shut up and go away, by all means yell it out for the world to hear, at your doorstep of course. This next story is Am I the jerk for assuming my baby could come to a Super Bowl party? Wife and I, late 20s, got invited to a Super Bowl party yesterday. We have a 15 month old. I assumed with the invite our kid was invited too. It was a text invite saying, This is happening at this time and this place, no other details. In my history of going to Super Bowl parties, they've always been family friendly, so I didn't think twice about bringing my kids to my buddy's house. We were on the west coast and it's over by 8, so it's a day thing and not really a late night. Apparently, my kid was not invited and my buddy who hosted wasn't happy he was brought over. We had a discussion that turned into an argument and we left. He never mentioned no kids, but am I the jerk for assuming he could come? I mean, I don't know of any historical precedent with this friend, like did you have regular get-togethers where you went over? And it was just totally cool to bring the kid all those times? Either way, if you're not sure whether or not it's cool to bring your kid, you probably should call ahead, text them, you know, touch base and check in and make sure it actually is. This next story is, am I the jerk for not telling my family I could cook and letting them embarrass themselves in front of my in-laws? Growing up as the youngest in my family, I, 27 year old female, was often treated like I was a little princess who couldn't do anything for myself, which was aided by the fact that I was a very clumsy child and some things took me a lot of practice and patience to get right. I was the butt of the joke and my family loved to tease me and crack jokes about the fact I couldn't boil water or I was a disaster everywhere I went. They would always say I could never be trusted in a kitchen and would need to find a man who could cook and clean for me in the future. It was something I resented and it did make me feel self-conscious. I would try really hard to not mess up, but somehow I always seemed to. Moving out to attend college was the best thing I ever did. I met so many great people, including my husband, and I thrived in an environment where nobody was making fun of me. One of my friends was in culinary school and she taught me a lot of cooking skills that I could use in my day-to-day life. She was really patient and suggested that I might have something like dyspraxia. She recognized some of my difficulties as being similar to her brothers. Sure enough, I went to my doctor and she referred me to specialists to help diagnose me. I have a milder form, which is why it was never brought to attention enough. I just looked like I was careless or clumsy as a kid. I didn't see her speak to my family a lot during this time. When I did, it was awkward. My husband, then boyfriend, would come with me sometimes and he was always so annoyed by the jokes they'd make about me. When we got married, we actually eloped while on vacation overseas with his family. It was amazing and made for a much less stressful wedding. My family and my in-laws had seen each other once or twice before, but briefly. So when my family decided they wanted to come and see me and stayed for the weekend in a hotel, we decided to host both families and I cooked. But we didn't announce that until my parents had started making their little jokes and crediting only my husband for the food and the cleanliness of our home. My in-laws were aware of how my family acted, but they didn't realize how little they believed in me. My husband giddily informed my family after they had really made butts of themselves that I had cooked the whole meal and that we shared those responsibilities. He said the same thing goes for the cleaning. My family were like, no, she can't. But my in-law said I was cooking almost as long as they knew me and I did a good job every time. My mother-in-law mentioned my diagnosis and my dad told her they thought I was just trying to make excuses. My family were awkward and my in-laws left with a better understanding of my family and a nice dose of anger at them for how far they were going to humiliate me in front of them. My family were also ticked off at me for not explaining things better beforehand. Not the condition but the fact that I do cook now and could do it. They said I tried to humiliate them out of pettiness. Am I the jerk? I don't think OP the jerk for not informing them beforehand because I don't think they deserved it. I think they deserve to feel awkward and feel like fools and even if OP couldn't cook or clean very well. Surely the reaction from the in-laws who do care about these people would be one that makes them feel awkward regardless right? Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my sister-in-law she needs to keep her mouth shut around my child or stay away from us? I, 27-year-old female, have a 7-month-old son with my husband. This might be a little early to be bothered by this, but my sister-in-law, husband's older sister, is determined to bring up around my child that they have a grandmother and uncle they are unlikely to ever meet. Background, my mom had a son who was 20 or 21 years older than me. I saw him a few times when I was young, and we were around mom's extended family. She would try to introduce us and get us to interact, and the interactions I remember were get it out of my face it being me or when mom wasn't there and i did try to talk to him because i was encouraged to by others he completely ignored me and walked away a few times he even looked directly at me so i knew he heard me before he walked away family members always said he had a rough life with mom and that he was still upset she had cheated on his dad and both were train wrecks etc all i know is my mom's son and i have different dads Last time I saw him, I was 12. The last time I saw my mom is when I was 18. I didn't want to be responsible for taking care of her. She was a heavy drinker and not a very good mother. It saddened me because none of the extended family were too great about it, so I was truly alone. I was lucky that my husband's family were all nice and accepting. But after I became pregnant, sister-in-law started asking questions about how I would introduce my son to my mom and her son. I told her I wouldn't and he would be told more when he's old enough to understand. She was like, you have to at least try to introduce them. And I asked how I was supposed to put them in his life. Someone who has very clearly shown even into his 30s that he wanted nothing to do with me and a woman who drinks so heavily her teenage child had to take care of her. My husband told her that she needs to stop and they fought about it on a couple of occasions. Then Saturday we were at his parents house for a lunch with family members nobody had seen in years and sister-in-law came up to me while I was holding my son and telling him, a baby, that he has an uncle and grandma on my side that he needs to meet. She was directing it at my baby son. I was glad he was a baby but it showed me how far she's willing to go with this and what if he was older and able to understand. I told her to stop and walked away but she tried to say more so i told her she needs to keep her mouth shut about that around my child or stay away from us because i will not let her interfere with something that is none of her concern she told me she has every right to speak to her nephew she got so loud it altered others in the other room and my husband told her she was wrong as well but she claimed i could have been more polite and not made a scene in front of the rest of the family Am I the jerk? If she was truly worried about whether or not OP was going to create a scene, they wouldn't have done this to begin with. OP's definitely not the jerk in my books. Great way to get yourself added to the list of people who will not be seeing that kid when they grow up. Our next story is, Am I the jerk for giving away my daughter's friend's last chicken tender? My husband, 41, and I, 40, have five daughters. Avery, 13, Bella, 7, Cassie, 6, Daria, four, and Emily, one and a half. The three middle girls are good friends with an autistic girl, Jenny, six, who regularly comes over to play with them. We've also included Jenny in plenty of family outings, ranging from the beach to bowling to amusement parks. Jenny's mom has done the same for my girls, only she takes them with her one at a time, as she's also autistic and not used to caring for multiple children, since Jenny's an only child. We had Jenny over for a sleepover this weekend and took her out for lunch. Jenny and Daria ordered the same meal, chicken tenders and french fries, and I noticed that Daria finished her chicken before eating her fries, and Jenny ate all but one before moving on to her fries. About halfway through the meal, Avery had to go to the bathroom and offered to take the younger kids with her if they needed to go. Bella, Cassie, Daria, and Jenny went to the bathroom with Avery, while my husband and I stayed at the table with Emily. While the older girls were gone, I saw Jenny still hadn't eaten her last chicken tender and, assuming she wasn't going to eat it, gave it to Emily, who ate a little more than half of it before her sisters and Jenny returned. After sitting down, Jenny noticed her chicken was gone and asked what happened to it. I told her, you weren't eating it, so Emily ate it. She said she was saving it for last and looked like she was about to have a meltdown, which I still have yet to deal with in public. So I took the little piece of chicken Emily didn't eat and gave it back to her But she refused to eat it because it had baby germs on it when jenny's mom came to pick her up later that day she told her mother about it her mom called me inconsiderate and said i should have waited for her to return and asked her before giving it away and told me that she often saves certain foods for last too before having jenny say goodbye to my girls and leaving my husband and i talked about this and he said he agrees with jenny's mom's point about asking her first i think she overreacted and the kids haven't brought it up Now that the weekend's over my husband suggested i take this to reddit for an unbiased opinion so here i am so i do think op's the jerk here not necessarily for the act of taking the chicken tender but for being seemingly unapologetic about it if they got back to their seat looked upset and said i was saving it for last OP obviously in that moment should have apologized profusely, and it's also very understandable they don't want the halfback that somebody else has been gnawing on. If I messed up and made a mistake like that, I would just about offer to buy another thing of chicken tenders and just have the ones that she doesn't want. OP just sounding unapologetic and saying the mom overreacted, when not describing anything that seems to be an overreaction, I think is all I need to see to say is the jerk. OP seriously seems to leap to assumptions here too. Because them purposely choosing to save that tender for last struck them as odd, they immediately assumed it had to be because they have autism. I don't think it's too weird to intentionally set one of the food items you have off to the side to have for last if it's like the best bite. So not just unapologetic but overly presumptuous. Our next story is, am I the jerk for getting mad at my stepsister for letting our house get robbed? My family's lives got thrown into chaos three months ago when my mom got arrested for some financial related crimes. She's probably going away for the next three to eight years, we're losing our house and her and my stepfather are getting divorced. There's no good timing for any of this, but it's especially bad now because I'm in college on the other side of the country. My stepfather isn't even in the country right now, deployed, and my only sibling, my stepsister Stacy only just turned 17. By the time my mom realized she couldn't even make bond i only had three weeks until winter break so we agreed that it would be okay for me to keep my original flight back while things were still being sorted out we decided that i'm going to take a semester off school to help out until everything is settled obviously it wasn't ideal to have stacy hold down the fort for that long but it's not illegal the bills were paid and everything so all she had to do was breathe and not burn the house down she did not do that She decided that all this meant that she could do whatever she wanted and moved in with her boyfriend without telling anyone. The house went unattended and, of course, we got robbed. They cleaned the place out. Anything of value that was left after the raid is gone, including basically all of my stuff, that's what I came home to. I immediately called Stacy, but she blocked my number. I only know where she went through social media and she wouldn't respond to messages there, so I had to start posting about all of this on Facebook to get her to respond. And now I'm getting crap for blaming her and putting too much on a child. I'm expecting too much? On top of having to drop out of school temporarily and everything else I'm responsible for, including probably ending up her guardian. I now have to replace anything i didn't take to college with me and immediately scramble for housing my only expectation of her was to not just freaking vanish for three weeks that was her only responsibility and she just bailed her being a minor makes her actions worse in my opinion because it's not even legal for her to decide that she just wants to live on her own now. She was legally required to stay there because our parents told her to. I don't think I'm required to pretend she was just an angel to talk about it. OP's definitely not the jerk here, And let's be real, 17 years old, you can't claim, oh, I'm a minor. You go and commit a serious crime, chances are they're not going to treat you like a juvenile. If anything, my mind would leap to, is this an inside job? Her blocking your number and just being completely gone and claiming, oh, I have no idea what went on there, I was totally gone. My mind would immediately go away from, was she just terrible and willfully ignorant straight to, was she too involved here? This next story is, would I be the jerk if I cancel a family weekend trip because my daughter-in-law decided to bring a friend without asking? For my stepson's 30th birthday, my husband, 52-year-old male, and I, 48-year-old female, bought him a couple of big-ticket items and took he and his wife and our grandson, 5-year-old male, and several other family members, and BFF of daughter-in-law, out to dinner. One of the gifts was kind of a joint gift, It was three nights away in a luxury villa that my stepson really wanted to go to, on a lake with great fishing. The best time of year for fishing happens to be around my husband's birthday, so I booked it months in advance for that weekend for my husband and I, stepson, daughter-in-law, and grandson. Three-bedroom, two-bathroom, walk outside to the lake. It is gorgeous. Please note, this was not his main gift but an extra because the villa books out months in advance, so I thought it would be a lovely extra gift to look forward to. We are meant to be going this weekend, and I just found out that my daughter-in-law has invited her BFF to join us. Now, she has a very strange relationship with this girl and takes her everywhere, they are joined at the hip. Even my stepson at different times is blown up about how she has to join them at everything. Every time they visit us with my grandson, she tags along. Family dinners, family events, etc. She always comes, which is fine, but this was a specific family getaway that we booked and paid for so we could spend quality time with our family, especially our grandson who we don't get to spend much time with as we live an hour and a half's drive away. I've always gotten along pretty well with my daughter-in-law, always been supportive, non-intrusive, and we've always done what we can for them. Gifted a house deposit and helped out in different ways. My husband is devastated because he just wanted to spend his birthday weekend with his son and his family, and now this other girl who we barely know will be sharing a villa with us for four days and three nights, and it's really uncomfortable. He says to just cancel it. It feels like a snub and that we're good enough to pay for things, but not good enough to want to spend time with." I asked daughter-in-law if this trip can just be family and her friend come next time and she said no. Her friend has booked annual leave from her job and is looking forward to it and our grandson sees her as an auntie and so he wants her there. I'm probably old school but I feel like it's really rude to bring an extra person on a fully paid for family trip without even the courtesy of a conversation. Would I be the jerk if I cancel the weekend and hubby and I do something else for his birthday? Op would definitely not be the jerk. I mean, it's not her place to invite anybody to. I think if the daughter-in-law is that insistent on bringing a friend without ever checking, maybe it's time to rethink inviting them outrightly. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not kicking my friends out of my house when my nephews came over? I, 26-year-old female, had this happen yesterday, and so far my family keeps saying I'm in the wrong. So I was spending my first Saturday off in weeks, planning an outing with my friends, but at the last minute, my sister asked if I could babysit my twin nine-year-old nephews, since her mother-in-law was having a medical emergency and they had to go to the hospital. I agreed because I know her mother-in-law has heart issues, she's already had a pacemaker put in, so I cancelled my plans and my brother-in-law brought the kids over. Since some of my friends were already over, they helped me watch my nephews and we did some family-friendly activities, like watch Scooby Doo, order pizza, and play around with my child's safe face paints along with some Mario games. It wasn't the weekend I planned, but it was fun, and my nephews and friends enjoyed themselves too. Thankfully, my friends have met the twins before at events I've invited them to, so I didn't think it was an issue that I didn't chase them out of my home the moment the boys were dropped off. When my brother-in-law and sister came later that night to pick up the kids, they were surprised to see my friends there and my brother-in-law asked if they'd just came back. I explained they didn't and that we just made a day of taking care of the kids. They both gave me looks and took the kids home. Me and my friends pulled out the wine and some ice cream and decided to watch horror movies. Midway through, I got a text from my sister demanding to know why I let strangers around her children without letting her know. I told her she dropped the kids on me last minute, and she knows the four who had come over today, and that two of them live at least an hour away from us, so sending them back would have been rude. My brother-in-law also messaged me saying he felt uncomfortable that I allowed a strange woman to touch his children. They literally know my friends, husbands, and wives. I don't get why they're making a big deal about it, but today I woke up to more messages of how I endangered the kids by having them around strangers, and worst, alcohol in the house. We got drunk and posted pictures around midnight, I guess. Don't remember much beyond the Insta post. Most of our relatives are saying I prioritized my friends over my nephew's safety and I'm confused as freak. The only one on my side is weirdly my sister's mother-in-law, who turns out never was at the hospital. So, I don't even know where my sister and brother-in-law were all day yesterday, I don't know. The twins were dropped off on me at last second, my friends are known by the family, we never drank or did anything adult until after the kids went home. Did I seriously freak up here? I am so confused. I don't think Opie's the jerk here and I'm willing to bet the reason why the sister's mother-in-law is on your side is because they weren't in on the whole lie. Shoot, even worse, maybe they were in the hospital and the sister just used it as an excuse even though not actually being involved in that. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my bio mom's family that I don't visit because I don't have a bed there? I've lived with my dad my entire life. He married my mom when I was two and she's all but adopted me, 15 year old female. My bio mom lives about 5 miles away with her husband and their kids, 12 year old female and 8 year old male. I don't live with her, never have and probably never will. I visit her sometimes, like once a month, but we both know she's not my mom. I've called her by her first name since I was like five. I don't have a room or a bed at her house and there's no pictures of me in there. My bio mom talked me into going to some family party with her and her family. I don't know anyone there, so I was mostly just hanging out with her while I was there. She started talking about how I never see her and it took an act of God to get me to go to this party, so I told her to show them my room. She tried to show them her daughter's room, so I said, no, that's Amanda's room. See the A by her bed? And she was out of rooms after that because it's only a two-bedroom house. She pulled me aside and said to stop and that I was making her look bad. So we went back and I told her siblings that I wasn't allowed to talk about not having a bed at her house anymore because it makes her look bad. Apparently that wasn't good enough either because she tried telling me to give her my phone. I reminded her that she's not my mom, then called my mom and told her to pick me up. My mom picked me up and she's really mad at my bio mom for all of this, but my dad says it sucks, but I should have taken it since I'm probably never going to see those people again. I'm not in trouble, but they can't agree whether I was right or wrong, so I wanted to know if I was the butt. It's pretty clear OP's not the jerk, I mean you only have to look at the fact that They literally tried to cover the whole thing up right in front of OP nonetheless. I mean, what more do you need to see? But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy Am I the Jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.